Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. Look, I think Dr. Hafiji, like uh, many, many other young men and women that particular time, Matthew, were grossly done by the injustices of the racist apartheid regime. And like many youngsters at that particular time, they were prepared to do something about it. And Dr. Hafiji, like one of many, many others, decided to do something about this. And this is precisely why he was involved in the struggle. We've got to accept the fact that because of racial discrimination, he was not allowed access to universities in the country at that particular time, despite the excellent grades that he had acquired. He's forced to go abroad. He goes to India in 1967. And obviously there, meeting up with other activists, getting involved in political study groups. And then returning to South Africa in 1976, in 1977, he then starts working doing his internship at the King George Hospital in Durban. And his activities come to the attention of the security branch at them, uh, Matthew. So yesterday, meanwhile, was the 44th anniversary of the death of black consciousness leader Mapetla Mohapi. Of course, these were two very different individuals and two different incidents, but very similar as well. So can you discuss with us some of those similarities? Mapetla Mohapi was coming from the Eastern Cape. And again, what the party actually meant in practice, he was granted a scholarship to study in the University of Indenta in Georgia in the United States of America. Twice he was refused a passport and he was unable to travel. This is difficult for us to grasp today that, yes, we are living with COVID. But apart from COVID, you know, we are allowed to travel freely across the world. And here's a bright student in the Eastern Cape, like Mopetla Mohape, granted a scholarship and, and deprived to go and study abroad purely because of the color of his skin and because of his political ideologies. Now, on your personal YouTube page, you pay tribute to both these individuals with quite well-researched videos. But why do you feel that this needed to be done? a very interesting question, Matthew, because the painful reality is that in a democratic South Africa, we've forgotten our heroes and heroines. And these are just two young individuals who were brutally murdered by the racist apartheid regime. It's imperative for us to pay tribute to them. And what better way on their anniversaries, you know, for democratic South Africa to know, especially the youth of South Africa, who had never witnessed and experienced apartheid, that these were two young men fighting against the racist apartheid regime, brutally beaten and tortured and killed. Nobody held responsible for their deaths. And what does this mean for us in a democratic South Africa? It means that we need to continue the struggle. It means that those sitting in political office need to be held accountable for their actions. The rampant looting and stealing of state resources is unacceptable because the likes of Dr. Hussein Hefeji and Mopetna Mohape did not fight and die brutal death in police custody for politicians in a democratic South Africa to be looting from the poor and the marginalized in our society. It is not just about us being stuck in the past, being better about that. Yes, we demand truth and justice for them and for their families, for the cases to be reopened. That message should inspire us to continue building this beloved country of ours, to ensure that government functions, and to ensure that politicians render services and execute their mandates to the citizens of this country. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.